Episode 4 of Tatami Room titled CAPIC, which is an acronym for the Kagoshima Asian Pacific Intercultural Countryside Center. And let me tell you, they're not kidding about the countryside part of that, but I'll be elaborating that about that a little bit more later on. I am finally back in the studio next to my Tatami Room. Uh, I spent a significant chunk of this week traveling, just uh, being in Kagoshima and Capic, so I'm really happy to be back. A uh, brief overview for today's episode includes daily life, where I'll talk about Kagoshima pre- and post-Capic. I'll talk about Capic or Capic itself. Recently, I've noticed that I've been referring to it as Capic a little bit more. I think that's because of... Uh, uh, the number of British uh, and Australian people I interacted with while I was there, and I'm, now I'm switching my uh, <laughs> my diction from Capic to Capic. Um, that will be followed up by a current events section where I'll talk about the FIBA World Cup, which is happening um, around this time, and I will be concluding uh, today's episode with the word and the stat of the week, like always. So uh, please enjoy today's episode, and uh, let's cut to the break. All right, welcome back, everyone. Let's begin the daily life section by talking about uh, Kagoshima, the Kagoshima orientation, and just kind of Kagoshima uh, post uh, Capic. I spent um, about two nights uh, in Kagoshima, one at the beginning of the week on Monday and one night on Friday. So we arrived um, with my ALT co-worker on uh, Monday about midday from Tanegashima to Kagoshima and uh, we were we were starving so we were able to go grab some food and we ended up grabbing McDonald's um, just because we missed home and there's not really many western places uh, on the island. I'm not the biggest fan of McDonald's, but you know what? It was actually pretty good. I, I had a samurai burger, so um, I, it, was, it was quite tasty. I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, while we were there, um, the heat was uh, pretty brutal, and because it was an orientation uh, slash meeting type of event, we were had to be in um, business casual. Um, even though we didn't need to have the full, you know, suit, jacket, tie, everything on, it was still not the uh, ideal attire to be walking around in uh, pretty hot weather. Luckily, I uh, I brought my uh, my umbrella, and so that kind of kept us in the shade. But um, yeah, it was it was hot. Kagoshima is 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 a hot city in the summertime. Uh, I found that this orientation was more useful than the Tokyo orientation. I was kind of uh, downplaying, or I was just kind of um, not very impressed with the Tokyo orientation, I should say. And I think the Kagoshima orientation was a lot more useful. It gave us more concrete information on what to do, um, even though there's still a lot of different, like, contracting organizations and places we work for um, I actually got like tangible 
um, information that I could use and apply. So um, uh, I'm really happy about that. Um, after that, on Monday evening, we went out and we got some Sri Lankan food um, in Temmunkan, which is kind of the main shopping area in um, Kagoshima City. And Temmunkan is great. Like, there's so many cool stores. I'm... I'm, I already want to go back there and just kind of explore some more, but Temonkan's great, and the Sri Lankan food did not disappoint either. I'm a fan of like Sri Lankan Indian cuisine, um, and we got we ordered this workman's lunch, which had this grilled pineapple curry, this yellow rice, and I also ordered an alu paratha, which is like a stuffed naan type of thing with potato inside, and like I needed that. <laughs> I've been I've been on my uh, I, well, we ate, I've been eating a lot of mostly Japanese-style food, lots of, like, onigiri from family marts and convenience stores. Um, yeah, so a lot of Japanese-style food in general, and it was it was a much-needed break um, from that. Um, my taste buds were, were appreciative, you could say. But otherwise, yeah, it was just a, it was a great restaurant. I think it's called, like, Sri Lanka, Kagoshima, if anyone's ever in the area, I, I recommend checking it out. I also had a Sri Lankan lager uh, that I quite enjoyed. I, I enjoy, I like beers, and I think lagers are, are pretty good, so um, that was also nice. On Friday, when we came back to Kagoshima, I actually, uh, we went to another um, kind of... Uh, you could say foreign food place, I guess. Um, something I was like, no, it wasn't Cafe Leon, but it was something Leon. It was an Italian place, and that was, um, you know, amazing as well. Great pizza. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. And again, while we were at um, Capic, we only had like Japanese style food, which I'll get into in a little bit. And so again, it was a nice refresher to have some pizza. Um, after after quite some time, uh, on Saturday, which is yesterday, uh, we went uh, shopping with uh, my friend who is an ALT in Nakatane, so just one one town south of me on Tanegashima, and uh, we we secured the bag. We got some omiyage for my friends and uh, coworkers back home. But like I said, Tamonkan's a great place to go shopping and I found a couple well one antique store in particular that had some really cool finds so I'm I definitely want to go hit that store up again had this nice like red blue white like vintage style Reebok jacket Um, I didn't buy it but maybe if I visit again I might be tempted It, it looked really cool I was just thinking that I don't know when I would be wearing it in Tanagashima because it's kind of hot and humid here. But my friend was saying that it might come in handy in the winter, so I might I might give it a, a second look. Um, I'm sorry that the um, section was a little chronologically um, misplaced where I talked about Kagoshima before Capic and Kagoshima after Capic. Sorry, I see you see I'm switching between Capic and Capic now. It's weird. Um but now to the actual Capic experience itself which was from like Tuesday afternoon to um like Friday morning, I should say. Um and again, I want to I mentioned this in the intro, but the the countryside part they were not lying about it, right? It's like 
Kagoshima Asian Pacific Intercultural uh, Countryside Center, and like it's it's in the middle of nowhere. It's it's kind of close to Mount Sakurajima, but um, like there's not re- no convenience stores nearby. Nothing. It's just it's this it's kind of its own own little spot. There's some like farms nearby, um, but otherwise it's really it's really out there. Um, with my luck, so there's a limited number of rooms, and so we either got drawn into like a two-person room or like a tatami room. And with my luck, like, I already knew we were drawing lots. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely getting one of the tatami rooms, which meant that I would be sleeping with like six, seven other people. Ended up drawing the tatami room, ended up sleeping in the same room with around six, seven other people. So that was not a uh, not a good experience. Um, I I did not like it, it's fun to kind of bond like that. You certainly bond and get to know people more closely if you're in that kind of situation. But I couldn't really sleep, which uh, detracted from my like overall Capic experience. The meals at Capic were amazing. Like I think they're kind of like a Japanese school lunch style. Um, we always had like a little bowl of soup, um, lots of miso soup. And we also always got this rice bowl. Like I never had rice for three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but it was actually pretty good. I wish there was a little bit more veggies. Like I remember we'd get like some katsu, which is this like fried chicken, if I'm not mistaken. And then there'd be like two slices of cucumber and one slice of like tomato next to it. And I'm like, oh. I, I always, I, never in my life did I, did I think that I would be cleaning out the veggies and like this on a plate, but I was scavenging for those those, those pieces of cucumbers, um, yeah, just to kind of balance the the meal out. I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I wish there were more veggies, and I also, I like, uh, I enjoy pastries on occasion. There's not really any baked goods there, and nothing even really sweet. Every meal was savory, so I wish that there was like I don't know cereal in the morning. I don't know. That's that sounds so American, but um, yeah. No, but overall, though, I I really enjoyed it, and like I found that mo- most meals I just went up and got and took seconds because uh, they would put out the extra stuff they had once everyone had gotten a bowl. In terms of uh, culture, so while we were at Capic, we were able to participate in a number of cultural programs, and I, I found them to be very enjoyable. I learned a lot, and unlike some other cultural programs, they were not, like, dry at all. And what I mean is they were they were interesting, and uh, they was more interactive, um, and, and, yeah, I just, I think they were very enjoyable. Um, one of the first cultural programs we did was we went to a museum, and I actually didn't explore the museum too much. I ended up playing a bunch of chess with uh, some of the other ALTs, but it was cool. We um, we all the museum handed out kind of uh, garments from all around the world. Like there's some from Africa, lots of clothes from like Asia Pacific uh, countries. I think I I had this like Chinese origin robe that I put on. Um, yeah, so we, 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 we did a little dressing up. Everyone looked, uh, really cool and it was just nice to experience the kind of clothing of, uh, of other cultures. 
Speaking of clothing of other cultures, I think later that day we had a kimono uh, dressing session and these kind uh, wise ladies from this like kimono association um, helped us out. They kind of demonstrated like how to like or they helped basically put us into a kimono and dress dress us up because we were we were all clueless. Um, my favorite part was um, the tabby, which are these like socks that like they separate your big toe from the rest of your toes um but apparently like samurai used those because it made sure that your footsteps were like very quiet and uh i was just thinking i wish i had some tabby when i was younger and i was sneaking around the house that night my feet always were creaking and cracking on the on the hardwood floor um but i'm uh i, I i'm obviously not japanese and I was I was really grateful to be able to kind of experience and appreciate uh, kind of these various cultural elements, um, including being able to put on a kimono for the first time. So uh, the next and probably my favorite kind of cultural event that we did was calligraphy and flower arrangement. I You could choose one of them, and I chose calligraphy. I did not want to... <laughs> I just didn't think the flower arrangement was for me, but the flower arrangement it, they it looked cool once people were finished. Um, I saw their final product and it looked pretty cool. Uh, but for as for us in the calligraphy group, we had a demonstration by some calligraphy experts. Um, they had really intricate technique. I was <laughs> I was shocked. I mean, obviously they're they're experts, but it was just really cool to see them at work and being able to write kanji and uh and hiragana and katakana just in in a very professional manner uh i think it was really good for me because i saw like how they were drawing them and the stroke order they were using so i'm hoping to apply that in the kanji that i write like kind of every day um after the demonstration we got to practice a little bit ourselves and then we made our final product so now i have my name in kanji um, on this little like plaque that I made. The language classes uh, we took at, uh, uh, sorry, I just skipped ahead there. We had one final cultural element uh, class that we did, which was shochu tasting. Well, this wasn't really a class, but shochu is interesting. It's kind of like vodka, but goes down smoother. Um, it's less less alcohol content. Um, Tanagashima and Kagoshima are actually famous for sweet potato shochu, um, and I think uh, the reason it's similar to vodka is I think vodka is also potato-based, and shochu is, can be sweet potato-based, so um, kind of an interesting comparison there. I didn't drink too much. I tried the most expensive one because it was free, <laughs> so why not, and this green tea one. Uh, there was a little incident that happened with one of the ALTs, um, so I, I helped clean that up. I, I was like, I'm a janitor, or I used to be a janitor, so um, I, I, have to, I, I should be the one to take up the mantle in this situation. So that was kind of the, the cultural elements uh, or cultural classes that we uh, took part in. We also had language classes every day, and I really enjoyed those as well. We had a really great teacher, um, and I, I enjoyed working with him. And also, uh, I've been studying Japanese, but I've been basically entirely through self-study, through Duolingo, various apps, um, 
talking to friends and watching copious amounts of anime. So I really enjoyed having kind of a more formalized style, uh, like a formal learning environment. Uh, that was really cool. I was a little tired, so that kind of <laughs> impeded my learning, but uh, I was still happy to be there and very happy to finally have some formal Japanese training. I think my overall experience was, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. I had a great time. I, I wanted, if any of the CAPIC staff are listening to this, I just want to say thank you. The entire CAPIC staff was great, excellent hosts. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really appreciate what they did for us. So thank you. I think it was also, uh, CAPIC was a great opportunity to bond with other ALTs that I might not necessarily get to see a lot because my, my placement and just like, you know, work uh, and, and life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was good to bond with them and get to get to meet them and introduce myself. I'm not the biggest fan of small talk. Sometimes I think it's just kind of like, ugh useless chatter and white noise but the people i met there were or i mean speaking of the alts they were you know i, I met a lot of great people there made a lot of friends and so i'm i'm, I'm glad for that i'm glad i kind of put myself in that position went out there and, and, and socialized i did get really tired because there was like constant 24 7 interactions and uh as, especially like the tatami room kind of guaranteed that i was especially kind of exhausted after the tatami talk which was when we were just all about to go to sleep and one of the people in the room started talking and then there was this kind of cacophony of conversations occurring and I was just trying to sleep. I'm like, oh, this is sayaku, <laughs> the vocab word from my previous episode. But yeah, great little excursion in the countryside. Um, I mean, it's a countryside center, but the countryside was really beautiful. I had the opportunity to go on a run in the morning with one of my friends and uh, it was cool. We ran to a shrine, and like it, it was, it was just a picturesque landscape. Um, I mean, I've I've been finding a lot of those uh, while I've been here in the in the Kagoshima region. So really happy about that. But yeah, great experience at Capic. A, a bit overwhelming, but um, I I'm very appreciative for of the opportunity, or I'm thankful to have had the opportunity to to participate in Capic and just attend the Kagoshima orientation. In any case, with that being said, let's cut to the break. And after the break, let's discuss the FIBA World Cup that is happening right now, which will be our current event for the week. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk about the FIBA World Cup that's happening right now. Uh, FIBA stands for Fédération Internationale du Basketball. Um, <laughs> that's my really bad rendition of a French accent so hopefully I didn't completely butcher that but um, yeah please enjoy me trying to struggle with that <laughs> it's probably some entertainment uh, I've been watching uh, basketball for about five years now I started watching because uh, LeBron James uh, the the greatest player of all time in my opinion and so through that I've kind of become a Lakers fan over the years and uh, just been a, an avid uh, enjoyer uh, consumer of, of basketball content that being said I, I cannot play basketball for my life so you'll probably never catch me on a court but uh, hopefully maybe if I have a lot of money one day then I'll be sitting courtside so <laughs> in any case, the FIBA World Cup has 32 teams participating. It is goes from August 25th to September 10th. There are three host nations, I believe, Philippines, Indonesia, and Japan. And uh, I believe the main one is Indonesia. Uh, 
it's kind of cool that Japan's hosting because the games, some of the games are in Okinawa. I could have maybe flown out there, but they were happening or they're starting to happen this week, and it was just a, sh- a short notice. So I uh, I decided to just kind of come home and uh, <laughs> try uh, uh, re- reset the household. I need to buy a bunch of groceries and do a bunch of laundry. So maybe I can catch uh, catch some games next time <laughs> if there will be a next time. Um, what I wanted to t- to talk about and discuss um, in this segment as well is how the NBA is a little bit different than FIBA. So the NBA is the uh, Basketball Association, a National Basketball Association um, that plays in the U.S. And FIBA is obviously the international body that organizes things like the World Cup. So one of the differences is that the court size is smaller. FIBA has a smaller court. Also, the three-point line is closer. Uh, the ball is also different, so the, the they're the same size, but they have a kind of like a different feel to them, different texture. The games are shorter. FIBA has only 40 minutes, while NBA has 48. And there's some other small changes too, like what you can do during a free throw, how long the free throw takes, etc. And so I think I've been enjoying watching some of the highlights from the warm-up games that the USA has played, and I was able to catch the USA's first game against New Zealand yesterday. Uh, but it's interesting to seeing a lot of the U.S. players who play in the NBA try and adapt to these small changes that are like rooted in your mind because you know, you're at the free throw line, and instead of having 10 seconds to shoot the ball, you only have five. So uh, it's, it's taking them out of their comfort zone, and it's uh, interesting to see how they adapt. Uh, in the World Cup, I've, there's like two teams that I'm kind of rooting for. One of them is Japan, and the other is U.S., um, Japan, I, I got a root for Japan. I'm living here. Um, and also, I really like the way they play. I've watched some games. i watched some highlights of theirs. And they, they play with a lot of teamwork, a lot of ball movement, high IQ plays, and lots of three-point shots. So um, I find them very enjoyable to watch. I got to go with USA um, as my second team I'm supporting, probably the main team that I'm supporting. Um, I usually I like to support underdogs. USA is definitely not an underdog. I think they're favored to win the tournament. But I just, those players on the team, I, I think they're great. I like their chemistry. And also because I watch the NBA, I've seen a lot of those players play. So at least I'm more familiar with them. Also, uh, the USA has uh, Austin Reeves, Lakers player, playing for them. So I kind of have to, I got to support. Um, so, like Emma said, I watched the game, the first game the U.S. had against New Zealand yesterday. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, the U.S. won uh, in a pretty commanding way. Uh, but actually, in the beginning, they were they were in a little slump, a little deficit by about 10 points, I believe. That all changed when, when my guy Austin Reeves entered the floor along with uh, Paolo Banchero. Um, Austin Reeves is a Lakers player. He went undrafted. Um, and yeah, I, he's, he's kind of blown up since then. Some people say he's a little overhyped, but I think the way he's been playing, he, he's been showing his worth for sure. So he, he made some clutch shots and put the USA back on track, uh, along with, like I said, Paulo Banchero, who is, uh, I, I'm glad I could bring him up because he's actually, um, I believe he grew up in Seattle, or at, at least I know he went to high school in Seattle. He went to O'Day if I'm not mistaken, but that's kind of cool that someone from the Seattle area is uh, is tearing it up uh, for Team USA. So, yeah, uh, go go team, I guess. But 
Uh, I, I'm interested to see how, how the World Cup plays out. Hopefully I can catch uh, some other games as well. And uh, I'm interested to see how far uh, Japan and the, the USA go. So uh, hopefully uh, that was a, a fun little segment and it wasn't too boring for those of you who do not enjoy watching uh, NBA or don't really know anything about basketball. <laughs> I'll pro- I promise I'll be back with uh, something a little bit more relevant for y'all in the current events section for next week. In any case, let's cut to the outro where we will have our word and stat of the week. Thank you all, as always, for tuning in to till the very end and uh, making it to the section that probably everyone has been waiting for, uh, which is the word and stat of the week. The word of the week, um, this is kind of interesting, it's kureru or kuremas, um, which can me- mean to give or to receive, depending on uh, the context that it is used in, or to have something uh, done for you. Uh, it is kind of a, a complicated, uh, complicated word, uh, complicated verb as well, I suppose, uh, that I've been trying to learn recently over this past week, um, and it's, it's been giving me some trouble. So, if any of my uh, my Japanese friends want to lend me a hand and uh, shoot me a text explaining how to use it, then uh, that would be much appreciated. But I, I think uh, I think I'm getting the hang of it now. I, I just need to kind of. Uh, burn it into my memory. It's it's been it's it's quite a challenging word um, to 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 use and to master. But I do think that once I have this this word mastered, or I know how to use it and in what context to use it in, I think Japanese will my Japanese will improve quite a lot, and uh, I'll be able to <laughs> create sentences that make more sense than uh, the ones that I've been uh, creating so far. So. That's your word of the week for this week, kureru or kuremasu. Uh, the stat of the week is 5,000 yen, um, which is the price I had to pay for a night's stay at my hotel in Kagoshima. Um, so 5,000 yen, I think the other one was 5,000 as well, 5,000, 4,000, uh, 4,500, that, that range. Um, so the, the 5,000 was the one I paid, uh, what I paid for to stay on Friday evening in Kagoshima. And it was so, five thousand yens, about between thirty to forty dollars. So it's not too bad of a price. I'm still not sure whether that's kind of a good price in uh, Kagoshima or just kind of in general. Um, this weekend or for the rest of the day, I want to focus on doing some budgeting so I can uh, better keep track of my money because uh, now I need to. <laughs> and even when I was in college, I didn't need to budget. All that much but now that I'm living out here by myself in Japan I kind of have to you know budget for groceries bills stuff like that so it's <laughs> I need to really keep track of my money but that's your uh, stat of the week 5,000 yen um, so thank you for tuning in listening till the very end next week I'll be back and uh, on Friday actually will be my first day at school teaching so I'll be discussing that in next week's episode so please come back and listen to that because I'll have some interesting things to say hopefully I hope everyone has had a great week this week and you have a great one next week thank you again for listening this has been Tatami Room episode 4 Capic or Capic as my British friends would say 
My name is Martin, and uh, I'll see you back here next week. Peace. <laughs>